news, everyone. I'm back, baby. It's Jake C. Lee. I'm great. Everybody else sucks. Oh, oh no. It's every nightmare I've ever had. Excuse me. It's time to check the link. Pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> but it doesn't matter because none of this has anything to do with the show. You know what? You just made the list. <laughs> oh, wait, you serious? Let me laugh even harder. It's all in sports. Sure, we talk about it all the time. Really? No. Game on, everybody. It's all in sports. Jake Seeley, your host, as always, with two guests today. It's week 17, and hopefully you're not playing week 17, and that's why we're going to have a little fun with week 17. How many times can I say week 17 in the intro? By the way, if you're not part of the Athletic, we still have offers. I don't even know what the offers are anymore. Chris knows back when he was with the Athletic. They change all the time. Uh, but... Yes, Chris Meany, if you didn't catch on that, he is bookending the season. Week one, week 17, we wrap it up. And we're also doing former Minnesota twin, Trevor Plouffe, who is into fantasy football. And I found that out during this offseason, and we've talked a few times. Uh, Trevor, well, welcome to the podcast for the first time. Chris can wait a second here. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm a big fan. I'm a follower because, like you said, I am into fantasy football. And I find... Uh, Jake, like your advice, man. It gets, it, it gets me going uh, year after year. Uh, save this year, which I believe is just an anomaly because 2020 for me was a horrible, horrendous fantasy football year. Wait, wait, so you're saying I let you down this year is what you're telling me. <laughs> I think I let myself down. I'm going to be honest with you. You could put some of the blame on me. I know I'm not perfect. I mean, like, let's be honest about it. Like, you, could, you could put the blame here. We'll say it's 50-50. Put some of it on me. Okay. I think the one, the one if I'm going to go into it right now, sure. Cook. Great pick. I think you had him ranked higher than a lot of people did early on. But what's the bad uh, one? The bad one, I think, was <laughs> Kenyon Drake. You had him ranked pretty high. I took him second round in one of my leagues, and he just, you know, you know had some good games. Some... I'll take that. And I was, Chris knows this. I was still one of the lowest people on Kenyon Drake. Interesting. Interesting. Chris, where did you have him? Do you remember at the beginning of the season? I had him, yeah, as around RB12. It was kind of just out of respect. I just really liked that Arizona offense. And if you looked at last year, there were eight games. There were four really good games and four really bad games. I think the thing where I was so torn on Drake, and I, I think I had him in your auction and that was it. I was just a big <laughs> Chase Edmonds fan. And that was it for me. I was just like, if there's any running back in the top here that's going to bust, it's probably going to be Drake because he hasn't really shown us all that much over the short course of his career. And again, it was just me being biased with Chase Edmonds. And all year, I just, I wanted Edmonds. It's like, why isn't Edmonds touching the field a little bit more? We got to see it for maybe a couple of weeks, but yeah, that was it, man. Drake was pretty disappointing. So here, this is a good thing. I'm going to real quick, and this isn't being like, oh, look at me. But something I, I'm doing next year, Trevor, is with my rankings in general, especially because we're going to have a little bit different format for them, is I don't have any Kenyon Drake anywhere. I saved myself because he was one of the people that I even said I did an article that was guys I won't draft where I have them ranked because I always tell people like I go to my rankings, but there's sometimes where I will go against them for different reasons. So next year, it's not only will I have that, but week in and week out, you know, depending on if you need the bit more bus play. So you have my phone number. Feel free if you're on the clock <laughs> next year to be like, would you really take this person? And now I just opened up for everybody that already does that in the comments. Says Chris well knows. By the way, Chris, before we jump into the show. At Chris Meany, but tell everybody what you got going on work-wise so they can actually you know, follow you. Oh, yeah, Trevor's got a podcast, too. So both of you guys. Chris, you go first. And Trevor's a stud. I'm, I'm pumped that he's on this show <laughs> right now with me, by the way. Like, it's pretty cool. I know you apologize for you're bringing him on first, but let's be real. <laughs> he should have been intro first. Uh, so super fun to, to join you guys here on the show. I mean, doing a lot. The, you know, the football season is, you know, the, the fantasy football season is over, but we're going to be doing a lot at FTN, still covering – you know, each week from a DFS standpoint, given, you know, GPP cash plays, doing some streams over there. Myself, I've kind of turned the page from NFL, even though I will be taking part in, you know, that kind of stuff throughout the playoffs. But as you know, big hockey guy, uh, draft kit launches Friday, a lot of hockey stuff over the past couple of weeks. And and, yeah, and and NBA stuff, too. I, I honestly didn't think I would be heavily involved in basketball, but here I am hosting a daily show. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm in tune I'm, and I'm having fun with it. I love it. And so, yeah, that's uh, something. And I didn't think you were doing it. I thought you were done with that. But it, definitely yeah. check out Chris. He touches every single sport somehow ridiculously. Uh, Trevor, by the way, you, you do podcast work. So tell everybody where they can check you out. 
Appreciate that. Chris, thanks for the kind words, man. I'm uh, honored to share this uh, pod with you as well. All right now, you know, I, yeah, I was a baseball player for a long time, took about a year off, and then I got hooked up with John Boy Media. So we do um, a bunch of different uh, content, uh, main podcast that we do, and that's really taking off right now is Talking Baseball. And we have a lot of fun there. So it's, it's some banter between uh, the two co-hosts and I, uh, John Boy and Talking Jake. And then we, we, you know, we get into the baseball, what's going on, whether it be economical, uh, whether it be, you know, the games that were going on. This year we had a whole mess to talk about. Not a lot of it was fun, uh, but we had a lot of uh, stuff to talk about. So we're having a good time with it. So we have a few questions. So, like I said, it's going to be a game, you guys against each other. So I'm looking back at the season, but a few questions to start. And actually, first two or three questions are just specifically for you, Trevor. I just want to okay. know, you as a, as a former baseball player, I just want to know when you were playing, are you Josh Jacobs and you tell all the fantasy players to go screw themselves? Or <laughs> are you Austin Eckler where you embraced it and said, this is hella fun. This is why I have even more fans than I do. You know, baseball is so different. Like, and, and I wasn't a top tier guy. So, you know, I did, I, I'm sure a lot of people weren't starting me. You know, I was a waiver wire claim, ride my hot streak type of player, but I 100% would have embraced it. You know, I, I think that, um, football is need that owes the fantasy world so much because in, in itself, it's not that entertaining to me. You know, I grew up in LA. We didn't have a team for a long time. I latched onto the Seahawks when Pete went there. So now I root for them. But I mean, the casual football fan is a casual football fan because of fantasy football. They know everybody's name because of fantasy football. We know backup running backs on different teams. You don't get that without fantasy football. So if I'm a player in the league, 100% I'm supporting it because it's making, it's growing the game exponentially in my opinion. Hey, what about Keenan Allen? The, what was it? The Thursday night game where he said into the camera, start me, start me. It was a <laughs> semifinal matchup. I was against a buddy and he's like, I got to start Keenan Allen now because of that. <laughs> and he, he hardly touched the field, obviously being a former player. And you know, Trevor, I had you on a couple fantasy teams, man. Not going to lie. 20 plus bombs a couple years. I know I had you certainly, you mentioned your hot streaks. You had a few of them, man. There's no question. So, you know, obviously a former player and you know, fantasy and, you know, talking about other players and, and playing fantasy and other sports, any, you don't have to give any names, but any inside contacts, like in the NFL, like players always talk to players, like any cross sports there. You, I mean, as far as fantasy wise, not really, but I do have buddies, you know, playing in Minnesota for a while. I got to know, you know, a bunch of the Vikings. So I still, uh, I'm still nice. in contact with Kyle Rudolph. Nice. Uh, talk to him, um, you know, every, every once in a while, but, um, not a lot of fantasy talk. I know those guys, you know, during the season, they don't necessarily want to hear it. I believe one time I asked Kyle, like, hey, is so-and-so going to start today? Like, how is he feeling? You know, I tried to be real cool about it, but um, I think he I think he caught on pretty quickly. But, you know, if, if there's anybody like, like fantasy baseball and stuff like that, like, I have a wealth of knowledge in that area. You know, I know the guys coming up. I know, you know, uh, what – this guy's uh you know pitch arsenal will do in the big leagues if it will play or will not play so you know, i haven't dabbled too much into fantasy baseball but i have given out plenty of advice i was gonna say you could probably be quite good at fantasy baseball if you <laughs> yes. if you wanted to He's a ton of that although i don't know how that crosses over so all right before we get into this i'm gonna ask chris first so trevor you can prepare your answer for this one okay. chris it's a two-part question uh, and we're not even supposed to, you're not supposed to double barrel question, but I'm, dub I'm doubling barreling anyway. So Chris, your best hit and best miss in the fantasy football season doesn't have to be draft. It could be in season. You drop somebody you shouldn't have dropped. It could be the best waiver pickup. It could be the best preseason call. What's your best looking back. 2020 is now in the back books, back burner. What's your best and worst call? My worst call was probably Cam Akers. Like I left a lot of drafts with Cam Akers. I liked, I liked him coming out of college. I liked the Rams offense. I knew they were going to run the football. I didn't believe in Malcolm Brown. I didn't think that Henderson was really going to be part of the offense. And it was frustrating. It was a frustrating year, especially since, you know, all my Akers teams, because I held them all year. I was telling people at FTN, hold this guy, stash him. It's only a matter of time. Eventually, Sean McVay is going to turn the page. And, you know, by the time he did, you were basically out of any kind of running. So my constellation brackets were lit for one or two weeks with, with Cam Akers on, on the squad. But I think that was my biggest miss. I, I left a lot of drafts, Jake, with him, you know, in the 
right around the fourth, fifth round, especially, you know, one draft at the turn was, was just, you know, he was a guy that I really wanted. Um, I guess the one hit, and I think you could rewind the tape when you and I chatted about this was Josh Allen. I mean, you and I have been huge Josh Allen fans for a couple seasons now. And it mostly was because of his legs, but the past two seasons, they've just done a great job of bringing in guys. It was John Brown. It was Cole Beasley guys who run nice routes, great hands. And then Stefan Diggs. this offense was, was amazing. And even though Allen had what eight rushing touchdowns, you know, he did a lot of his work through the air, you know, 34 passing touchdowns. I think, you know, it's not a bold call, but Josh Allen was still in the industry a guy that wasn't going in the top seven or eight at the quarterback position. And we're sitting here today. He's QB one. What about you? Now your turn, Trevor. I'll, I'll piggyback on, right off of the Josh Allen take my biggest mistake this year. And a team that it was really bad for me last year was taking the quarterback early. I, um, I had Lamar last year drafted him obviously late 10th round or something like that. This year he was there third round or something like that. And I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> and I never, I really, really never uh, draft quarterbacks early. And uh, I just went for it. Obviously, he didn't put up the same numbers. And, you know, the value wasn't there in the third round for me. So I think Lamar was probably my biggest bust. I was on the Cam Akers train as well. Um, I don't think I ever started him. <laughs> Maybe one game. You know what I, I mean? Had so, so many no people that were like, I dropped him, and now I'm facing him. So oh. that's yeah yeah i dropped him for sure um but then the biggest hit i think a lot of people probably share the same one a waiver wire claim early uh but still a claim was uh james robinson mm. who you know turned out to be for my team. yeah that was a that, that was, was the a, biggest hit for me and if you follow emory jake Hunter. and emory at the athletic you were all over uh james robinson yeah, yeah somebody home. else ha drafted him i believe then dropped him and i got him pretty early so it was oh, a nice, nice, nice pickup I was going to say, yeah, my home league, I had a buddy who well, I actually have four people that usually bring my rankings. And, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'll get James Robinson for three bucks at the end of the draft. Nope. Because he had my rankings and needed a running back and went five dollars. I mean, the, late, so. the one thing with Robinson, like he was so good and it's it's it, it sucks to even say this. You probably got to the playoffs with him, but he let you down when it mattered. Right. It's just sure. it's so much work from him. But, yeah, he had a. He had a phenomenal season, and I wonder, Jake, where where he goes. I know it's way too early. We to did our way too early mock, as as you know, Chris. I took him at one twelve. I had the turn, and I took him at one twelve. Okay, yeah, I figured maybe you know back end first, early second. Trevor yeah. Lawrence, that whole team, like yeah. Trevor Lawrence is uh, Trevor Lawrence has to be happy walking away from the Jets and getting to go there. I actually went Robinson Taylor at RB eight and nine on the turn, so. It should be Taylor Robinson, but I just want to put Robinson in the first round, honestly. <laughs> so here's the game for today, and it's all 2020 stuff. And this comes back from an old friend of Chris and mine, Michael Florio, not that Michael Florio, the other Michael Florio, who's at the NFL Network doing fantasy over there now. Uh, this is it used to be a game about whether or not Michael was Mike was telling the truth. And so. It's 10 questions. You tell me if this statement is true or false. Both of you, the points at the end, who gets the lead. And there'll be some opportunities for extra points. So that's the game. See how well you remember 2020. So, Trevor, you're the guest. You don't know the game. Do you want to defer first or go first? You still get to answer the same question, but do you want to be up first or up second? Uh, I'll kick off. Okay, you'll kick off. So here's the first one. True or false? Cam Newton has more rushing yards then Kyle Allen has passing yards. True or false? I deferred, right? I kicked off, so this is not me. Oh, you deferred? I thought you said I'm oh, going to kick off. that's right. Uh, yes. I, I okay. Kicked, so... I kicked off the ball. You guys are Okay. Oh, well, too bad. Now you get to go first. It doesn't matter anyway. True or false? <laughs> okay. So Cam Newton, more rushing yards than Kyle Allen had passing yards. I feel like it always surprises me how low Cam Newton's rushing yards are. Um, gosh, man, you know, I, I feel like you're tricking me here, but I'm going to say Kyle Allen passing yards or, right, so or, uh, what is that? What was the question? Like the, <laughs> this is like Cam you, Newton Chris. More, whatever that is. <laughs> so I'm Cam Newton has I'm more rushing yards than Kyle Allen's it. passing yards. You're saying it's true. Oh, I'm going to say false. Sorry. Okay. You're going to say false. Chris, true or false? Uh, Kyle Allen had more passing yards. So you're saying false as well is what yes. you're telling me. 
Yes. Uh, you're both correct, but it is close. Cam Newton had 513 rushing yards. Kyle Allen has 610 passing yards. There are wow. five quarterbacks with over 400 rushing yards outside the big two. We're not doing, obviously, Kyle Murray, Lamar Jackson. There's five other quarterbacks with rushing. Here's the bonus points for this one. Back to you, Trevor. See, this is why it's good to get the first anyway, because now you get the first guess here. Okay. Name one of those five running backs with over 400 rushing yards. Not Lamar Jackson, not Kyler Murray. There's five other quarterbacks with over 400 rushing yards. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yes, has 418. Bonus point for you, Chris Meany. Name another. Um, how about your boy, Daniel Jones? He was leading the team. 406. I didn't, I didn't think anybody was going to get him. Yeah, 406 because he's barely there. Uh, back to you for another bonus point, Trevor. Three more left. Wow. Okay. Um, God, people always think Russ runs for a lot, and I'm, I'm thinking, did he get over 400? He doesn't run that much anymore. Um, that's who I went to initially. I'll say, I'll go with my boy Russ. Russ. He is actually the one, the th- he's third. He Russ 484. So, yes. Okay, there you go. Nice. Chris, two left. Um, Jeez. Uh, Deshaun Watson? He had a heck of a year, man. 432. There you go. Yeah. There's only one left. I don't I know see if I know you... the other one. It's not Jalen Hurts, is it? <laughs> you can't. No, it's not even your turn. <laughs> Trevor on. Ploop, you are up. Last one. Oh, man. You either get it or give Chris a chance. Yeah, I know. I, I don't have it here. I'm trying to think of who started all the games, uh, who was healthy. I'll go a uh, young guy, Justin Herbert. No, it's not yeah, Justin not Herbert. <laughs> uh, Chris, here you go. You can I, take the lead at four to three. I, I don't think it was. Oh, I know who it was. Um, oh, what's his name? Sean Payton's boy. Uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is correct. Holy crap. Wow. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> I, it was only three. because when they faced off a couple, like when they Four. played each other a couple weeks ago, it's all they talked about. 416 rushing yards. He is Where was Hurts, by the way? He was close, I feel like. Jalen Hurts was actually ninth at 323 in those games. Wow. Already. He is in already at 323. Three games. Over Patrick hmm. Mahomes. Justin Herbert was at 225. All right. So, Chris, next one. True or false? Ben Roethlisberger, I don't know why I said it like that. Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> leads the league in attempts and completions, but there are 12 quarterbacks with more passing yards than him. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to say that that is true. Trevor? I'm going to say true. Leads the league in attempts and completions, and but there are 12. Co- yes, but there are 12 quarterbacks with more passing yards than him. So this is this three parts that could have a false in there, but it's true or Please. false. I'm going to say false. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it does sound pretty ridiculous. If you followed me, my tweet, I tweeted this yesterday. It is true. Chris Meany gets it. He has, there are 12. He is 13th in the league with 3,804 yards, despite leading the league in attempts and completions at 399 and 608. Yes. Is he done? Is true. I mean, he only wants to come back, but. It doesn't look great. Trevor, you're the athlete. Yeah. Do you think Ben Roethlisberger is, is done? Big Ben done. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, kind of his decision, I feel like. like he always, if he wants to come back, like kind of what do they say to him and, and where do they go, I guess. But, I mean, if you, if you watch these guys play, you know, especially as these quarterbacks get a little bit older, the game's a little bit different now. Big Ben can't, is not a, the elusive Big Ben anymore, you know, and it kind of is painful watching him play these games and uh, having Juju on my team <laughs> was a little bit frustrating this year. Uh, well, so he's a free know. agent. I don't know. I, I, I see him like have good games where like this guy can still do it. And then you see him have some games like, man, this looks pretty painful out there. So I think he's, I think he comes back. One more year. Seems All like right. quarterbacks stay on one or two years too long yeah. pretty often. Except, unless you're Brady. Unless you're Tom or, Brady. Uh, or Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck decided to take, <laughs> yeah. take him out. Oh, yeah. Andrew Luck walked away. And, that was a bummer. Yeah. That is still a bummer to this day. All right. Crazy. So back to you, Trevor, first on this one. True or false? Derrick Henry leads the league in broken tackles. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to say false. 
Yeah, it feels like a, it feels like a trick question, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm gonna lean false too. I'm gonna copycat there. All right. Well, it is false, and now there's a chance for bonus points because there are four running backs with mm. more broken tackles than Derrick Henry had this year. Trevor, name one. Josh Jacobs. No, not Josh Jacobs. That's a good guess. I was gonna say Jacobs. Um, Chris. Montgomery. Dan Montgomery is leading the league with 38 broken tackles. What? <laughs> what a beast. Kurt, Too bad I own Kurt, him everywhere as a rookie and nowhere this year. <laughs> that happened at the last three or four games? That did he just have <laughs> and probably had to have yeah, beat up that on some weak schedule. So there's a follow-up question I have that has nothing to do with the true or false, but Chris, keep going. You can pile up the lead right now because Trevor already missed. So you got three more you can potentially uh, get. Jeez. Um James Robinson? No, so you're already yeah, done. done. Uh, the other three, Dalvin Cook is, tri- is tied with David Montgomery at 38 apiece. Alvin Kamara, 35. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. And then Mike Davis, oh, 32. Wow. So super bonus point. This is just name one of the four. It's not like we just did. So in broken tackle percentage, <laughs> can you guess one of the four, Trevor? Mike Davis has got to be... There, right? there you go. That was an easy one for you. Yeah, he's second at 14.3. Chris, you want to try and name one for an extra super bonus point? Uh, Camara? No. You should have just taken David Montgomery. 14.1. <sighs> the other two, which I wanted to throw out there, Christian McCaffrey and his three games, 15.8%. Mike Davis was second at 14.3. 15.8 for Christian McCaffrey. Antonio Gibson was number four at 14.0. Oh, wow. So the follow-up question for you guys this is so. Uh, this is what I want to ask you. Is so, Trevor, Chris, as I mentioned, we already did our way too early mock draft. RB twenty eight for David Montgomery. Would you have gone earlier, or do you think that sounds about right, Trevor? For next year's draft, yes. I I, I won't touch him next year. If, if you're asking me, I, I wouldn't. Does it sound right? Uh, RB twenty eight. I guess like he's in that range, but I don't think that's someone that I'll look to, to add to my teams. I owned him. I owned a lot of him this year, uh, specifically for these championship weeks that I was not a part of. Um, (laughs) But I I just think, yeah, I don't, I don't love the offense. Yeah. Not a guy that I want to be. Well, you don't know who the quarterback is. You don't know if Tariq Cohen's back and healthy or if they try to replace Tariq Cohen. What did you say, Chris? You said too low. I think it's, I think it's slightly too low. Yeah. You you bring up a good point with Cohen because. Oh, he's 23, not 28. Sorry, but continue. Okay. Does that make it a little bit better? A little bit better, but I feel like he deserves to be right inside that 20, like maybe 18 or 19. But you bring up a good point with Cohen because when Cohen went down, we saw a different Montgomery. This guy was running a ton of routes. He was catching passes and that, because he really wasn't scoring touchdowns at the start of the year. He, he definitely took advantage of a, a very easy schedule down the stretch. But I guess when Cohen comes back, like, is he not going to get five or six targets again? That would probably make him, you know, a low end RB two for me, but I think he should be a top 20 guy. So Najee Harris went in front of him, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon and Travis Etienne. So two rookies, Carson and Mixon went right in front of him just for reference. Hmm. I think yeah. I'd take him over Carson. All right. Chris, it's on you. How about this one? True or false? Peyton Barber led the league oh and facing eight plus men in the box. <sighs> oh, that does kind of make sense. Uh, true. <laughs> Trevor? Peyton Barber. I, I, I want to say false, and I think I, I think I have an answer, but I can completely be wrong. <laughs> well, so you are wrong because there is no answer because it is true. I wasn't even going to use that one. It was just such a random, like, really? Peyton Barber? <laughs> like, really? I thought it'd be Derrick Henry. They were talking about that the whole game when they were playing the Packers on Monday. I know. It's just, yes, he is. Uh, Eric, I'll find out where Derrick Henry is. He had to have been is. close. Yeah, Henry had to have been pretty close. Uh, no, Derrick Henry is not even. Really? Well. Where is Derek? Holy, I think control F this. Hold on. Derek Henry. He is. Oh, he's 10th. You want to know who number two is? <laughs> it's probably know. some other back who just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're on the par- oh, You're on the right path. Think of somebody yeah. you would have never thought you saw this year. Hey, super, super big hint for you. Was in the top 10 the same week as Peyton Barber of all weird ass weeks. 
Oh, man. In the uh, division. Alfred Morris. Oh, Alfred. Oh, yeah. Oh, Alfred Morris. No yeah, you gave me one more second. I may have gotten it. <laughs> All right. Eight Crap. to five, Chris. You still have a slim lead here. Uh, next one. Chris, you're up first. Wait, no, wait. Did you just went first? Trevor, you're up first. True or false? Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy led the league in unrealized air yards. So basically the air yards he was targeted but didn't catch. These are such a toss-up for me. Yeah, that's a cool stat, though. Um, I've read some articles about air yards. He was mentioned, but I feel like there was other people mentioned more, so I'll say false. Chris? Um, Yeah, I'll say false, too, but, man, that might be close. Drew Locke is... uh... He's got some issues. It is 100% true. 100%. 928 air yards he didn't catch. Yikes. Wow. Number Part of that was on him, though, too, right, Jake? Uh, just lock? He dropped a few passes. He did drop a few passes. They're number two and three actually tied at 919. Calvin Ridley and A.J. Green. Wow. Number AJ. four, Tyreek Hill. And then number wow. five, D.J. Chark for next year, everybody, with Trevor Lawrence by the way so follow-up question jerry judy where would you just give me a range chris like wide receiver 30 35 40 like give me a range of where you think he should be next year uh yeah 45 45-ish yeah we're, we're probably gonna get Cortland sutton back next year too yeah it's just it just seems like bad quarterback play there same for you trevor or would you go higher or lower you guys are the pro- I'm, I'm looking to you guys. You guys are the pros. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah you got to make your own draft picks. To, how, how would you feel? Do, uh, put it this way. If you saw Chris and Chris ranked him at 45, would you be like, oof, I might go a little bit earlier? How about I mean, that? 45 is in that range where you're like, okay, well, you know, it could go one way or the other for me if I take this guy. So I think that's about right for him. You know, we talked about his quarterback play a little bit. It's been erratic, um, but he's good, man. You watch him play and he makes big plays and one of those guys that can win you a week. So, um, yes, I mean, it seems about right. Yeah, it was Trevor Judy. Value next year. I might go a little bit. Well, can I get no Drew Locke? We'll see. All right, Chris, for you, true or false, Nelson Aguilar led the league in air yards per target. Uh, yeah, that one, else. Oh, man, Aguilar. As an Eagles guy, it was really <laughs> frustrating to see him ball out this year. Uh, I will say, I'll say, yeah, I'll say true. Trevor, true or false? I feel like I've given every false. This is like one of those scans. Like, <laughs> B's got to be right here eventually. I'm going to keep picking B. But I'll Jake say, doesn't uh, make it easy. I know he doesn't. I'll, I'll say false. False. Correct. Trevor go. gets a point on you, Chris. Nice. There are. He, he was one, two, three, four, five, sixth. He was sixth with five guys in front of him. Trevor, can you name one of the five guys in front of him? Air yards per target. Air yards per target. Hmm. Claypool? No. Good guess, though. Claypool was 19th. Chris, name Um, one? Mike Williams? No, but also a good guess. Mike Williams was 7th. Just missed. Just missed. Right behind Nelson Aguilar. So there you go. The top five in reverse order because number one is just so absurd. Number five, Brashard Perriman. Number four, Calvin Ridley. Number three, Jalen Guyton. Everybody at 15.8. Number two and number one are really ridiculous. Number two, Scotty Miller, Whoa. 16.0 air yards per target. And an enormous gap at 17.9 over everybody in the friggin' league by almost two yards. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Marquez Valdez Scantling led the league in 17.9 yards air, per, air yards per target. How stupid is that? That is random. Yeah. And MPS. frustrating because he left yep. it all on the field all the time. Is that, is that like a quarterback thing? Like, do you look to the quarterback? This guy can can throw a deep ball, like, or an offensive line thing, or is it is that more of like a wide receiver specific stat? I think it's a combination because we know Perriman's a big threat, and I would say that Sam Darnold's not the best arm in the world, but that's how he attacks the field. Meanwhile, Marquez Valdez Scantling is sometimes in the slot yet. He's got Aaron Rodgers, so I think he could go either way. The Scotty yeah. Miller one surprised me, too, with Tom Brady's arm, honestly. Yeah. Everything I thought um, Aguilar was – I thought Ruggs would be. Like, yeah. He was just kind of dis- – it seemed like most of his targets were deep, too. 
Uh, like I think he had about a 16 a dot potentially, but Rugg, Ruggs fell into the having to be the number one outside and he shouldn't be outside all the time. That's why I was, all, you remember this, Chris, that's why I was off Brian Edwards this year. And then Brian Edwards got hurt, which kicked Ruggs which, outside and made Aguilar become a thing. <laughs> so yeah, like as the domino sure. effect over there. All right. Back to you, Trevor. Uh, there's Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> Saquon. Uh, yeah, Saquon. It's the only Saquon announcement you get. Uh, Trevor, true or false? DJ Moore led the league in yards after the catch per reception. So average, not just like total yards, just after the catch average. DJ Moore led the league. <laughs> you you um, act like I'm going to make this easy on you guys. I know. I'm like, I'm like really racking my brain here. Um, I'll say true. Yeah, I'm going to say true as well. Uh, you are both incorrect. Oh, come both on. False. He had 6.1. There were also six in front of him. Name one of the six, Chris. Um, could it be his teammate, Robbie? Robbie, Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson is incorrect. Nah. Sounded like I was going to say correct, didn't it? Didn't it yeah, like it did. <laughs> I'm a dick like that. <laughs> Trevor, one I need of the to six. I need to catch on. I need you to repeat the question in full so I can really so, think about it. So are you're going to give you extra time on the clock here. So yeah, you step out of the batter's box. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, All time, right. Time. So DJ Moore, 6.1 yards after the catch average. There are six wide receivers. Oh, hold on. There are six players in front of Oh, him. Oh no. Well, here we go. <laughs> this doesn't include okay. running backs because running backs, this it's category is just, it would be out of the world. So, so. I'm going to, because of that, I'm just going to go out and say, Kelsey. Yeah. It is not Kelsey that tricked oh, you wow. on top of it. It was it Kittle. Did trick, did trick it was me. Kittle. <laughs> Kittle was on one. the list. Uh, it was Amendola at 6.4. Jalen Guyton again on another list at 6.4. Kittle and Hardman at 6.5. AJ Brown at 6.6. And then Michael Pittman at 7.3. USC guy. Big fan. You're going to be on him next year? I liked I liked watching him at SC and I kind of like what he did this year. Um, is he getting my on my fantasy teams? Maybe, maybe. We'll he's a value guy. To... You know what I mean? I, I'm big on Michael Pittman for next year. Yeah, he's he's nice, man. I like watching him play. I just Hilton kind of took over towards the end. By the way, if you can't tell there. as well, there's a little subtle. This is a Jalen Guyton. It's like tweet kind of thing yeah. going on here. If you didn't, know. yeah, so is he a thing, Jake? You keep bringing him up. <laughs> Plays in the slot more than Tyron Johnson. Ty mm -hmm. Yeah, and as on the field more than Johnson. I'm just throwing it out there for everybody that's playing DFS this week. That's Mike Williams and Johnson. Maybe you mm. go to Guyton. Hint, hint. I'm just saying. I was on Guyton last week, too. All right. Three more. Who went first on that one? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I eight. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're up, Chris. True or false? Three more. Taysom Hill leads all quarterbacks and catchable pass percentage. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't really. I'm going to say false. I don't even know where think this. <laughs> Trevor, you're still down eight to six still. You guys haven't got a lot of right in a while here. No, we haven't. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Come on, man. You're going to say false as well? Yeah, false. That was your opportunity to make up some ground because I, he does wow. does lead the league in catchable pass percentage at 77.7 in front of Aaron Rodgers and his teammate Drew Brees at 76.5 and 76.3. Yes, the led the league. All right, Trevor, follow-up question. <laughs> okay. Taysom Hill also leads the league in air yards per attempt. Is this a true or false? Yes. Golly, I mean, you're making me want to say true here, but my brain is just like, no, no chance. So what's the answer? I'm going to say false. <laughs> Chris? I'm saying false, too. I don't, I refuse to believe it. It is true. Come oh off of it. Gosh. His I, average air distance is 28.9, second place, 22.3. Wow. Jalen Hurts. He is... 6.6 .6 yards in front of the next closest guy and average air yards. How absurd is Taysom Hill the answer next year? That was ridiculous. I, I mean, 
I just thought maybe like that could be true because he only played a handful of games, but he didn't really throw to Alvin Kamara. I, I saw him take a couple deep shots down the field with Sanders and stuff, but I just felt, I felt like he underthrew a lot of those balls. So I didn't think he was all that accurate. It, it, it didn't matter if he was accurate. He was yeah. attempting them. That's all that matters. Him, yeah. Is he going right. to be the guy at the end of the draft next year? Like not at the end of the draft. <laughs> That's what like I'm a, saying. You know, a late round quarterback flyer. Here, or... here bonus for you guys. Okay. Don't throw one more at you both. You both answer that again. Taysom Hill led the league in completions <laughs> percentage of 20 plus yards downfield. It's got to be true. Trevor. He's tricking 20 us yards here, down the field. Yep. Completion percentage of attempts 20 yards down the field or more. Oh my, I don't want to say true. Chris, so you said true. Answer? Yeah, I, I said true. It's really false. 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 <laughs> hey, it's false. Yes. <laughs> See, I got you on that one, Chris. He is yeah, third he though. He's third. <laughs> the only this two people in front of him. He, he's Who, going to be on all my teams. Who's in front yeah, of him? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah. He's not number one. Number one in 65% of his attempted passes, 20 plus yards downfield. Nick Mullins of all freaking quarterbacks. How about that? So guys who hardly played though, really. True. Still. Yes. Ryan Fitzpatrick had it. Look, they have 326 and 267 attempts. True. Cam Newton's only got 328. (laughs) That's Cam Newton. (laughs) All right. Last one. There's a lot of points on the board for this final one. A lot. Because now you get three strikes if you can guess the list that's on this for this true or false. So this one is to you, Chris. All right. True or false. There's a list involved afterwards. Kamara has more receptions than Deontay Johnson this season. Uh, true. I'm going to say Trevor, true or false. True. You are both incorrect. Oh, 83 for Kamara, 85 for Deontay Johnson. It was close. That was my chance. That was my chance. I knew it. Well, well now we got a supersized list here now. It felt so... like he dropped most of the passes over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> Plus, there was a giant hit there. Every list has come with a false. I give you guys a huge hint with that one. You missed it. All right. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven receivers with more receptions than Kamara and Deontay Johnson. Eleven. I'm going to give you both three strikes to finish this thing out today. Chris has a one-point lead. Trevor, you can go first. Name one of those receivers. Wide receivers. I'm not including Travis Kelsey. Uh, Diggs. Mm. Number one at 120. That was easy. Chris, there should be a couple easy ones here. Yeah. Adams. Adams, number three at 109. Trevor. Oh, shoot. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no shit on the list. No shit. Uh, oh, um, I'm blanking on the name right now. This is going to kill me. Uh, Hopkins. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins is number two at 111. So you guys have nailed wow. the top three. Um, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is fourth at 100. He is actually tied with somebody. Trevor. I'm going with all like my big dogs here. I'm going to go with my boy uh, Tyreek. Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Yes, at 87. Oh. Mm, close. Um, I think I brought him up earlier. Robbie Anderson. Rob, good, good one. 92, Chris. And I was looking into him. He had, I, I believe it was before week 15. It was him and Diggs were the only guys with at least four grabs in every game. And I had to triple check that. I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this, this, this sucky dude is really <laughs> for fantasy. Great year. I would talk about being wrong on somebody. It's definitely wrong on Robbie Anderson. I just can you score more than twice, please? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Trevor, back to you. There are one, two, three, four. There's five left. No strikes so far. I gotta go with uh, my boy, who I've I've had a lot of uh, investment in. Scary Terry. Terry McLaurin. No first strike. Did not make the list. <sighs> mm. Um. Ridley. Oh, okay. Ridley. Did not make the list. Uh-oh. Two, one strike for each of you. For for this, actually, Terry McLaurin, 80. Calvin Ridley, 82. They both oh, just no. missed. Uh, Trevor, okay. back to you. One strike each. You are I, down one with one strike each. I actually saw a, 
a tweet on this earlier today. So I'm going to guess this yes, guy because he has 950 or 70 something yards and his over under on the year was 90, 999.5. And he's going to miss this game. So that's a lot of yards. Got to be a lot of receptions. Going now. Mm. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Yes, he did make the list at 92. Really? Yes. 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 Cooper <laughs> Cup. There nice are guess. four left, Chris. You I'm guys a big are fan tied. Of Cooper Cup. Uh, I'm going to go with his teammate. I think Robert Woods did it as well. Robert Woods barely 86. Oh, nice guess. That you is, guys got uh, all of my guesses out of me. I am. Yeah. There's, how many more actually, left do we have here? I have to say there's, I felt like an obvious one still sitting there, but I mean, I'm not trying to be like, Oh, I, I know you guys don't, mm. but you know, obviously I put the list together, but there, there's not, there are three left, Chris, to answer your question. So if okay. we get the three where, before you get strikes, somebody is going to get the win here because you guys are at 11 apiece. I'm going to say I'm going to go either uh, Jefferson or Thielen, and I'm going to say Jefferson snuck in. I'm going to say it doesn't matter what you pick because they're both wrong. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> was he close, though? Uh, Thielen was 70. Jefferson was 78. Okay. So not far off, but. Chris, three left. Um, I think we were ripping on Ben earlier, but I think Juju had 90-ish catches. Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yes. The, actually, there are four left. I missed one. Uh, I mean, he's on the list. I just had already highlighted him in an accident. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yes, 91. So there are, now, there are still three left. Okay. Chris is up 12 to... You got two strikes, Trevor. So this is like you, you make it or you don't, and then Chris automatically wins. So you got three left. I, I got another duo, you know, okay. let Russ cook, let Russ cook. So we got my oh, boys yeah. Lockett and DK. Now I got to decide the catches. <laughs> and if I'm just thinking like that, like obviously I think Lockett catches more balls and DK is more of like the big play threat or they both are this really. Is your team. You shouldn't mess this one up. <sighs> I know. I know. I do watch every single Seahawks game. So I will, I'm going to say, and I hope, are one of those right? Can I ask you that? <laughs> no, you can't ask me that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the guy I think has more. I don't even know if they're in the top. Uh... Is, is that like you getting in the batter's Hey, like you're throwing a, a curve or a slider, right? You're throwing one of those two, right? Can you just tell me that? <laughs> hey, man, I need all the help I can get. You guys are pros here. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go with Lockett because I, I think he just gets more targets. Tied it up pass. at 12. Lockett Ooh, at 88. Nice. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm talking there about. Are, there are two left, and at this point, I, one of them's disrespected at this I point. think I know the disrespect it came to me as I was thinking I'm up Keenan yep. thank you yeah <laughs> I, oops Keenan Allen only saw like 87 <laughs> targets a week <laughs> I know <laughs> Keenan Allen was tied with Allen Robinson by the way all right Trevor it's it, it, look it's the last player it's three strikes you either tie or you lose I'll have to find a bonus question if you tie uh, so it's on you last one I'm surprised I got as many as I got. I got to be honest with you. So I'm happy. Um, it was impressive run. Ah, okay. Um, I will say, no, I don't want to say this. <laughs> I don't want to say this. I was going to say Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans is incorrect. 67 catches for Mike Evans. Oh, you want one more down. guess, Chris, to see if you can get it? And I don't know. He mentioned Chris uh, is officially a champion. Trev mentioned DK. Um, I don't know if he got there. I'm, I'm kind of stuck between him and Cole Beasley. I don't know if either of them are the right answer. Um, you were both incorrect. It doesn't matter. But they, okay. you, you were was, close. A... Close. Cole Beasley had 82 and DK Metcalf had 80. So you were close on both. I'll give you one it? giant hint for a half a point just to fall a half point short of Chris and still lose, Trevor. But uh, <laughs> this dude played with like 17 quarterbacks this year. Obviously, that's hyperbole, but that's a hint for you. 17 quarterbacks. He lost an amazing quarterback, had another quarterback, then had a terrible quarterback, and then another terrible quarterback. And Is then one of the quarterbacks quarterback. uh, redheaded? Yes. Uh, it's, it's either C, it's, it's CD or Amari, right? So... So which yeah. is it? CD. 
No. You Amari. can't even get the half point. Amari Cooper had 86 Amari. receptions. Amari Cooper sitting at 86, 1,073 yards and five touchdowns despite what he's dealt with this year. I had no when piece you, of him, so I didn't know. I didn't, know. I didn't either. I, Jake knows we don't draft him. Um, but, <laughs> but when you mentioned quarterbacks, I was thinking of the Bengals, and then Trevor said redhead, and I was like, oh, Andy, former Bengal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right on the Andy Dalton. <laughs> By the way, despite missing games, Tyler Boyd, 78 receptions, 840 and four touchdowns, and not having Joe Burrow for part of the season. That's who I was uh, thinking of when you were bringing that up, yeah. I will have a lot of Tyler Boyd next year. Um, I will, mm-hmm. for the first time ever, Chris, have some Amari Cooper. <laughs> so you know, we'll have to see for next year. We'll be going to. How about that? What's uh? I'll give you, get you guys out of here on this one. Trevor, do you have a player that you're kind of like right now, like, ooh, this is my one I'm talking away, even if it's Michael Pitton? Is there somebody you've already kind of like tucked in the back of your mind for 2021 that you're kind of excited to hopefully not have too much steam built on? I always, I'm always looking for that next quarterback that goes really late. So we talked to some Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. going to be cheap. I took him at QB. I took him at QB 10, by the way, in the way to early mock draft, just saying, no. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at a guy like that. Um, I even think like a uh, Joe Burrow might be there. So those quarterbacks, um, so I would go Lawrence, Burrow, and then I had another guy in my mind that I was just thinking about. Fields? All just the rookies? Jalen yeah, Hurts? Just, yeah, the, it seems like you, if you can find that guy that's going to break out, whether it's the first or second year, like it's kind of you got to get that value, man. In my experience, the teams that I've done well on uh, during seasonal fantasy leagues is when I draft the quarterback eighth, ninth round, and he hits. So those are the guys I'm looking towards. Who are you talking away, Chris? Maybe Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it's Taysom Hill. I think we've learned something here on this show today that it should be potentially Taysom Hill. Um, and how much did he do without Michael Thomas, too? Oh, I know. Okay, so I'm, that's that's my answer then. <laughs> Taysom Hill. This show just turned into the Taysom Hill stand show. I definitely, you know, I usually like to wait on quarterbacks. You know, we talked about Josh Allen, but I feel like I want a top. 10 guy who can run and I need to get it this year. I don't want to be messing around, you know, after like, I better get at the, at the end when Watson and Herbert or heck who knows if it's hurts as a top 12 guy, I better get at least one of those guys. Uh, but I, I just think one? there's a ton of options. I Give think the one. one guy that I really like yeah. at quarterback. Yeah. Oh man. I want to say Allen again. And Kyler's going to go too early. What about Justin yeah, Herbert? You're... I'll just go Herbert. Like Herbert's a stud. This guy's yeah. awesome. You just maybe I was typing something in and you just maybe type in Allen instead. <laughs> where did, I was typing in Madison. Did, where did Herbert? In the, in the Herbert? For, by the way, if anybody wants to go check it out at the athletic, it's up there. Uh, we just did that and they're going to have a round table of the questions, including grades. We got our boy, Mike Sando graded all the teams. Uh, let's see. Who are you asking about? Who went where? Herbert. What went when? Herbert was QB 12 in round 10. That's a steal. 12? That's my guy. Then. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for, for, for all intents and purposes out there, everybody. Uh, so Tua went QB 11, but Nando said he would not do that at this point because we did this. We started this three weeks ago, said he would not make that choice anymore. So forget Tua, but at QB 10 was Trevor Lawrence. As I mentioned, that's who I took. Aaron Rodgers went QB nine Hertz, eight Watson, seven Prescott, six Allen, five, and then Wilson, Murray, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson still went QB two. Interesting. Yep. So Joe Burrow's out there. Uh, if you want out there, you know, obviously nobody was taking fields at this point, not knowing what that situation is. So yeah, to, as you said, the thing is, is even if you want one of those guys, you could go after Mahomes, Watson. Look, I took Dak Prescott as QB six in the sixth round. He was QB three. So for everybody out there, you'll still be able to get, I think, are we agreeing on that? Are we agreeing you want an elite quarterback, but you don't have to take one of the first three at this point? Is that kind of what we're saying? That's, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah. I, I think, you know, there were a couple of leagues that I had you know, just average quarterbacks like Matt Ryan or Stafford and, you know, breeze. And it's, you're playing too much of a, a guessing game run. with these guys. There's just up and down with these other quarterbacks that you mentioned, there's such a solid floor there. Most of them run. I think it's very important this year. Just you don't have to grab, you know, a Mahomes, Murray, Allen, Jackson, but I think it's very important to get yourself a top ten one. I agree with that. This year, uh, Jake, on the one draft that you helped me out on a little bit, I think I took 
I took Breeze pretty late, and I was, you know, I felt pretty oh, bad yeah, about that early on <laughs> in the year. Your quarterbacks were thin at that point. <laughs> yeah, I waited too long. There's, <laughs> it's, a fine, it's, there's a fine line there. Mm-hmm. It is. There is a line between the two, but also there's a line of people that should be lining up to follow you. How, how do you not have more followers on Twitter? What the hell? At Trevor Plouffe. Go follow him. <laughs> Obviously, he engages people. He's one of the cool ones. He's not going to tell you Josh Jacobs to go screw yourself. Uh, and then Chris is at Chris Meany over at FTN. So check out all his work. Uh, any parting thoughts for a happy new year for you guys? Anything before we get out of here? Thanks again for doing it. This was fun. I just gave Trevor a follow. I can't believe I didn't follow him. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I'll get the follow back. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I, I, I just, I think the fantasy football community is really cool. So um, get to follow a lot of you guys on Twitter and it's, it's informative and it keeps you engaged in the game. So thanks for what you do, man. I know you put a lot of work into it and it shows. Well, thank you. As Chris does as well. And yes, the fantasy football community is much nicer than the fantasy baseball community. Interesting. <laughs> Some of your takes on like, you know, cereals and candy bars and all that stuff. They're a little ridiculous, but those know, are even better. Yes. <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Goodbye, everybody. I agree. Once again, that was Trevor Plouffe, former Minnesota twin, uh, professional baseball player, now professional-ish fantasy football player, and Chris Meany. You know you love him if you listen to me ever. If you listen to us ever, you know him very well. Uh, I just want to say it's the end of the year, so hopefully you stuck through this part. And if not, maybe you just skip to it. But thank you to everybody. Thank you for making 2020 another terrific year and listening to this podcast and all the amazing guests and just having fun with fantasy football, as I hope you did. Uh, And just to get away from everything and get through 2020 as we head into 2021. Hopefully it's even better. We don't have craziness for the football season or sports in general. We don't have craziness in the world. I, I don't I just... I think we're all hoping for the best. Uh, Don't go watch Wonder Woman if you haven't. It's not that good. (laughs) I tweeted the review, so save yourself two and a half hours. Trust me on that one. And uh, I'll I'll catch you guys on Twitter. Have a great one. Again, have a great one. Have a happy new year. I hope you had a great Christmas and holidays and Hanukkah and whatever you celebrated. Love you guys. 